Welcome to the Steroids Podcast with your host, Dan the Bodybuilder from Thailand. Steroids Podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Guide to Roids, 109-page ebook by Dan the Bodybuilder from Thailand. Now, for the first time in bodybuilding history, you have someone with no corporate interests and no obligation to please anyone, not walking on eggshells to not offend. Ultimate Guide to Roids gives you the information, the whole information, the whole truth, not a full truth and a half truth. Full truth. Ultimate Guide to Roids gives you the keys to the Lamborghini, gives you the information, and lets you decide what to do with it. It's a crime this information has been suppressed this long. Now let's get on with the podcast. Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Steroids Podcast, everybody. Today, got a special guest here on the podcast, Kevin Dalzufo from France. Yeah, how are you? Glad to have Kevin back here. We used to have an episode of him on, but then it had to get deleted. But now we're bringing him back on. He's back on the scene again. Uh, so I wanted to get straight into a few of the questions that people had for Kevin. We've got Kevin's picture up. If you're watching the podcast on YouTube, you can see Kevin's picture there. But if not, uh, Kevin, what's your Instagram address? Yeah, my Instagram is my name. So Kevin. Dalzufo. Mm-hmm. It, it's a. Uh, I don't know how to spell it in uh, English. K a n g a l z u f f o. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think it's a. Uh, it, it's Kevin. Your name dot. Uh, like a period, right? Dot, and then Dalzufo. Not not dark, uh, G. You know G. No name. dot. Yeah, it's my it's name. just a. Okay. So uh, that's D A L. Z-U-F-F-O. It's my first name and last name. Yep. Okay, so Kevin, you guys, he's a big bodybuilder. And um, we've had him on the show before. You can go listen to the old episode that we had up before if you want to get Kevin's background because we already introduced him on the show. So the first question um, that we have for today is from Subaru Man. And he asks, hey, Dan, ask Big Vin about his experiences with equipoise and testosterone. Okay. What what you want to speak about? Um like what do you what do you think? Oh, it, it's high testosterone that he asked about and oh. equipoise. So what about I, uh in equipoise, what do you think it's useful for and what dosages do you think it's useful at? It depends because you have you can have two actions with equipoise. First you can just Use it on low dosage just to keep your appetite high. Mm-hmm. Or you use it for bulk. If you use for bulk, you need to go really high and extreme in high dosage. What uh, is the the appetite dosage? Yeah, you can your appetite can be something like on the beginning 500, 600 milligram, and it's okay, you know, five something. Yeah, if it's good equipoise, if it's legit equipoise, something like 400 milligram between mm-hmm. four. I think 600. It depends on the, of your body weight. Yeah, and it, this is n- not for gaining muscle, but this is just for getting an appetite. Yes, it depends. If you, I don't know the body type of the person, if it's already some, someone like uh, muscular and vascular, like 
100 kilo, something like 100 is not gonna do something for him. But if it's his body type is was uh, 70 kilo, something like this, yeah, it's gonna work for him. Okay, cool. And uh, what about for really? guys that are yeah. trying to really gain the tissue with it? Yeah, if you want to gain tissue, so you, you need to be over a G, you know, something mm-hmm. 1,000, a gram, you know, a gram, a gram point five, something like this is good. Yeah, yeah with, uh, with equipoise, um, I've, I've thought that it's pretty, it's pretty interchangeable with primobolin as far as the dosages go. But mm-hmm. I've also, I've also um, known a lot of guys who use equipoise instead of testosterone. And they, they use equipoise at something like, um, you know, two grams a week. And then, you know, maybe they'll use a little bit of like DECA and Winstrol with it or something like that. Have you, have you, do you have any experience with stuff like that? I, in all my cycle, I always keep tests, you know, I never go test something like more testosterone in cycle. Never, never. never. Oh yeah. Okay. So but you're I, a big testosterone advocate. If you ask me what my, my highest dosage of equipoise is 2.5 gram. I use a bottle of a week, but it one, was it, one it bottle was, per week. Yeah, yeah, something like 2.5 gram. But it was in the past when I was younger, and uh, now I know it's not it's no it's not essential to go so high, but something like a gram, a gram point five is good. It's good. What what were the effects uh, when you were at the the one vial per week? Uh, really tired, and uh, I feel like you know when you go to eyes on Nicky boys, you know you feel a little bit, you feel not so good, you know something like uh, nervous, nervous, really uh-huh. nervous, something like anxious. You feel yeah, and yeah. But now, if if you want my advice, don't choose Nicky boys, you know, or just a little bit for appetite, because now I think it's not good drugs. not so good drugs. Not go uh, high. What, feel like so what, you feel what like made shit. you uh, change change your mind? Because it sounds like before you you liked equipoise, but now you're not a big fan anymore. Am I right? Because I see I see a lot on clients or on many people around me, or something equipoise, you know, make you feel not so good, and uh, you can have bitch tits too with equipoise. So yeah, mm. it's out, you know, it's out to under it. I'm not. I'm not a big fan anymore. And you need to understand something. If you progress, and it's for everybody, sometimes you can make cycle with some gear, some legit gear, anyway, and you can feel good. And maybe one or two years after, your body change. Um, the way you can handle the gear is different. So sometimes your past cycle are not going to be good for you now. You know. So. Mm. But yeah, it, I, I, I've good. noticed that too. That yeah. uh, as as I become more experienced, yeah, cycles true. that used to make me feel sick, just exactly. uh, I feel normal now. Exactly, exactly. Is the way, to, and it's really from one person it can work, and for another it cannot work. But for sure, I was a big fan in the past of equipoise, mm-hmm. but not anymore. But it's just for my personal thing. When I use it. I use low dosage, and I add another steroid with it. Oh yeah. So so uh, what what do you like instead of equipoise now? For sure, I might 
my two best steroids are NPP or um, Primo. Oh, I'm yeah, a, you're an I'm NPP an, fan, huh? I'm an NPP fan, Primo fan. For me, it's the two best steroids. What do you like about the NPP, and how come you choose that instead of the long-acting DECA? Oh, yes. Um, I think, you know, first thing, NPP is really underrated uh, for both cycle of everybody. Um, for me, the car, it makes you too bloated. Your estrogen goes too high. Your collection level goes too high. And um, on the beginning, is good. But after your estrogen goes so high, or you cannot eat, uh, you, you feel bad. You need to understand something. Your, your body weight, until when you are on bulking cycle, need to stay... Your body weight can be high, but your body fat needs to be low. Because if you go too high and you handle too much water, you feel tired, you feel sick, and your uh, workout is going to be really impacted by this. You're not going to make good workouts. You're not going to recover well. You're not going to sleep well. You're not going to breathe well. And you're not going to eat so much food. So, so you think... To to use NPP and have it be used successfully, it's important that the person is lean to prevent side effects? Oh, for, for to get lean, you know, anyway, if you want to make a cycle, you need to understand that when you get lean, your body is have a really, really better reaction for hormone. You know? So, ah, okay. for anybody, for anybody. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing, you know, if you know the medical parts is the same way. Someone who is totally natural, who never took anything, somebody could not make sports, you know? When you have people yeah, like yeah. Um, suffering like obesity or something like this, they have always problem with estrogen, low testosterone, you know? Because mm -hmm. your body has really bad reaction when you, when you have too much fat in your body. Really. Yeah, so, so, the, so what, you, what, you've, what you're saying is that all steroids, because a lot of times people say, oh, well, you know, will Masteron or Winstrol only work if you're lean? But what you're saying is that all steroids work better when you're lean. Exactly. All steroids. All steroids. Because people think just on um, the looking. Because if you take Winstrol and you are uh, piggy fat, you're not going to see difference. But, uh, but it's work. You know, you have uh, hazard retention and it's going to be anabolic. But it's never when your body weight is low. And that's for any kind of theory, Janabol, Beka, anything. But on the way, I, I prefer NPP because first thing is fast acting. So mm -hmm. it's really fast for the protocol, like fast in, fast out is really good. And um, you can adjust really well the dosage, good for you. And, um, it's 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 cheap. I think it's a cheap steroid, but good steroid for the price. It's, <laughs> it's worked well. You have good pump, good congestion, good feeling on training, and uh, you can eat why, well. Why do you eat. say shit? Huh? You say what? it is shit steroid? No, no, it's not shit steroid. Cheap, cheap, not expensive. Oh, okay, cheap, cheap. Uh, I see, I see, I see. Not expensive. Mm -hmm. It's a good steroid. And you, you're not under too much water, and that is really good. Okay. Especially uh, when you get big like me, is because if you handle too much water, your belly is going to be really hard and uh, it's hard to eat, it's hard to breathe, and you, you, your workout is really impacted. You need to understand your workout, you need to be really, really strong and 
of high intensity in your workout. And sometimes bad steroid or too much steroid block your workout and your ability to train hard. I see. So the the water retention, keeping that low, is yeah. one of the essential parts for bo- of bodybuilding for you. Keeping it low all the time. For me, yes. For me, yes. Yeah. It's really, it's really important. Really important for your health, for your health, and for your ability. Like I say, just before, ability to eat, ability to recover, uh, ability to sleep and breathe well. Yes. And. Uh, so with, with N- NPP, how would you rate that in comparison to Primobolin? Because on the other hand, you know, NPP is cheaper than Primobolin. Milligram per milligram um, is, a, is, would you say 100 milligrams of uh, Primobolin is uh, how strong in comparison to 100 milligrams of NPP? It's not worked the same way, but um, you need to understand that most of people have fake primobolin. So when you have fake primo, you really don't know how primo works until you have really good primo. You have legit. Mm-hmm. Because when you have, and I know you have this experience, which you know before. Yeah. It's crazy when you have legit primo, you know, it's really crazy. Yeah, what? very good. Yes. Best steroid, my favorite. For me too, for me too. It's the best steroid. And the second steroid, NPP, is, is really good too. And, uh, I don't know, milligram by milligram is difficult to say, but um, it's not working the same way. I like NPP when I'm bulk. Uh, you can make some bulking, like lean bulk. And mm-hmm. It's easy to eat and everything. Uh, with Primo, you feel like you have no side effects. But on Primo, you know, I like NPP because you have much pump in the gym. I feel just for my personal experiences, but on Primo, you feel less pump, but on Primo, it's crazy. It's like you'll be on no steroid. It's like you'll be natty, but you have all the good effects on Primo. Yeah, that, that's exactly how I feel about it. That, that's, you know, you, the only time I feel like I'm on steroids is when I'm in the gym, when I'm on Primo. And then I've got all the good ones I want. You feel good, you have pump, you have, everything is good, and the rest of the day is like you'll be natty. so if you have a limited budget npp is a good choice with a good diet so so intensity training you were talking about that and you know i was watching a video of you the other day uh doing bench press with 180 kilograms so that's for the american guys that's 405 pounds kevin is from france and uh you know does the is the NPP when you're lifting weights uh, really heavy like that? Um, is is that one that is you know really important in the arsenal to have that in there to be lifting those heavy weights? Oh, uh, not for my not for me. You know, I can I'm strong all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chill if I make a good diet. You know, if I eat, you know, I'm not really impacted by gear on my strength. More okay. And by the way I eat, you know, but. I can bench, you know, my, I, all my training just, um, I'm not do bench press from three months because, you know, we have the lockdown and we cut the training and everything. So I just, yeah, I do bench press, you know, one week ago, it's long time, three months I not do, you know, but I, I'm again on, on 180 kilo. When I train chest, I always do reps for 180 kilo until if I'm just on low test or, you know, something like TRT or anyway, you know, it's just the way I. I eat a lot, you know, and yeah. I just so, uh, 
just losing weight when I'm on, I'm not just losing strength when I'm on diet. <laughs> it's all. Okay. Okay. So, so the, the PEDs do not seem to be the, um, a component of you when you go on certain PEDs, you don't feel like that makes you stronger than being on other ones. You're just pretty much always the same. Yes. Maybe, maybe I'm not the same experiences of everyone and I can understand people don't think like me, but for me, I never, never, uh, find steroids to give me strength. Never. I just gain strength with the months and the years and the years, years about years. And really slowly, slowly until I, until I have this strength now. But really, uh, I I don't know how people can uh, think about that. But uh, it's my way. I never find something like you. You understand, you know, bro gym or something like this. Bro science or people in the gym. Oh yeah, I take this and you know I I I win um, twenty kilo on my bench press. For me, yeah. I never never experiences that. Never. I never I, feel that. I see. So so the. Not even when you took muscle tech creatine, you know, before you ever started taking gear, because they guaranteed that on the back of the, on the back of the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> so that didn't work. Yeah, for sure no. <laughs> and you, you have some gear to make you feel strength, or you gain strength. Um. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are a few gears that make me feel um like a like the actual tissue is stronger so that i'm less prone to injury and then so i feel sure. stronger um like a trenbolone and yep. um winstrol and super draw and oh. anadrol okay do you, yeah. you ever get do you ever get that feeling from any of those where where the muscle the fibers feel like they they're yeah, made of steel yeah, that's for sure. You know, it's like it's like your muscle are on the rock, you know, and really yeah, it's chill. But um, I feel it, you know, that's for sure from Trembolon and PP2. But uh, maybe I don't understand the question before because me, I just think I just uh, talk about um, the really strength. Uh, you gain strength, you know, like uh, your maximum, your max on bench yeah. is gonna be heavier just because you take some gear. But after yeah. what you say. The muscle fiber, the deep tissue, and everything, yeah, for sure, with with the trend, with um, yeah, most of the steroid, most of the steroid from, yeah. All right, Especially, so let's yeah. let's uh, move on to the next question here from uh, Chopper. Uh, I think this is going to be a good good one to get. Chopper's going to like your advice here, Kevin, because you guys, Kevin, Kevin coaches a ton of clients. He coaches competitors. He coaches men and women. Very very experienced coach and you know he's another one of these guys where his people just get results so anyways uh chopper from queensland australia says i've only just recently discovered this awesome podcast on spotify i would like to ask about orals for women as my wife and i train together and run steroid cycles together what okay. does kevin think about women and orals okay um, first thing, you know, if, if your woman wants to, your wife wants to be steroids, yeah, the first thing, yeah, only take orals, only, because you never know what's having uh, oil, you know, inside an in, injection, you know. Sometimes people say, you know, it's primo and you, it's test. And mm -hmm. I have experience like this before with women where I coach. And, you know, just after three, four weeks, you know, the lady is going to 
start to have uh, hair or something like this. So for me, you know, uh, first thing, you know, I don't like to, to coach lady uh, in the chemical side, you know. For me, it's okay. not, for me, it's not good, you know, I'm not, because anyway, you always, always going to side effects. You need to understand for every, every positive effects you're going to have, you're going to have a side effects, you know. And uh, if you really, really want, you know, and she really want to uh, stay away from ejection, and you need to really understand could the woman's body react really, really well and uh, a lot, react a lot uh, from any kind of steroid. So, but the only steroid a woman can take is Anavar. Um, uh -huh. Primo, if it's legit, Primo, you know, but it's really complicated. And if you want my advice, stay away from this because you never know if it's good or not. Because you are a man, you know, if you if you buy Primo and you in, and it's fake Primo inside the bottle is testosterone propionate, it's not a problem for me or for you because you're a man. But for a woman, it's really dangerous. And anyway, if you want to go on cycle, a lot of people are going to say, yeah, for women, Primo is good. Anavar is going to Winstrol is good. But if you want my advice, stay away from Winstrol because it's really strong and really androgenic. It's not because you not make a lot of water or anything, but it's not androgenic and you're going to have, uh, you're not going to be transformed like men, you know. But it's slow, it's slow. But I see, I see a lot, you know. I see a lot of ladies in the gym who take cycle or everything, and, you know. Her face are changed for all time, for all your life. Yeah. The face, you know, the voice, the clitoris, anything, you know. Yeah. And we all know fitness girl and you know we have experience with it you know quite a big little something like that and for sure i'm gonna say it's really not sexy and not beautiful <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know that you know and and you know there's there's guys online you know who say that they like that or something but like like you know speaking for all of us here guys that's a minority right there those guys are a minority <laughs> and they're probably t on a lot of trend right <laughs> 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 you know, most most bodybuilders who are who are regular guys who I who I talk to, you know, they'll say something about like like oh, you know, you know that bothers me, you know, getting with chicks from the gym because you know they got that little thing down there, like or something like that. I'm and I'm like, <laughs> I don't want, now now I'm on the way. For, I don't want ladies from the gym. I'm boring for it. Um, I see. Uh, so if you want, you know, you need to only take if you want, you know, it's good to test, you know, especially for women, you know, you have roid test kit, something like this. And if you want your wife go in the cycle, uh, it's good if, if she takes Anavar, but real Anavar, please, please, guys, don't go to internet website and buy the cheapest um, Anavar you can find because Anavar is like cream was going to be expensive. Uh, on the other way, it's not because you're not paying expensive, but it's going to be for sure legit. So the good way, you need to read a lot, you know, and look for good, good Anavar. And, you know, the best way is to test on the right test kit, something like this, with legit Anavar. And by the way, when you have legit Anavar for your wife, you know, really not go high. Please, not go high. Because just a little bit going to work for her. How many milligrams? On, on the max, you know, you can start, you know, I think I don't like, you know, speaking about dosage for women because, you know, I'm really touched by women who take cycle. You know, I think it's you don't you just don't want women to take steroids. That, that's your advice. 
Yeah, really. For really, yes. If I can say that is good because for me it's really not good. And you know, I'm not coach lady. I always, um, I have lady who takes to take gear in the past with other coach or you know for competition. But me, when I have, I don't want to take. You know. Clenbuterol. Yeah. You can make amazing results just with clenbuterol or little bit of HGH. It's crazy on me because you need to understand clenbuterol do the same have the same but smaller action on steroid because you it's anabolic too, you know, clenbuterol. Yeah. So it's like clenbuterol, our muscle gonna change, you know, and uh, yeah, our shape gonna change with little bit HGH is really, really good, really good. But good for the woman's skin, good yeah. for and good for the fat loss and the clen. Yeah, just like you said, and it's not none of that stuff is male hormones. Because, exactly. you, you know, when you talk about, you know, girls, girls talk about, oh, well, it's just a little bit of male hormones or something like it's just a little bit of steroids. And I, I'm like, hey, well, what if, you know, we were just taking us men, we're just taking a little bit of birth control. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Then you you put really the finger on the good way. I always say the same thing. Imagine our <laughs> boss bodybuilder going to say, no, but I'm just I'm just going to take a little bit estrogen. Uh-huh. I'm not just take a little bit uh, or, uh, female hormone just for something <laughs> six or eight weeks, and it's gonna be good. Man, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, I always say that it's crazy. If the guy do the same shit, all people say, "Hey, man, you are crazy." But yeah, for, yeah it's okay. Yeah, a lady gonna take male hormone. Yes, yeah, crazy, crazy. The the side effect on the face that I see the most is the. You know, us, us uh, men, our skulls have a projection uh, uh, on our eyebrows. Where our eyebrows are, Please. our skulls stick out. Exactly. And it's called a brow ridge, and yeah. women do not have that. And yeah. so when, you, when they take steroids, uh, that bone starts to grow, and they develop this brow ridge above their exactly. eyes. Yeah. And exactly. They, exactly. And you know what? I always see that. On all the gym I go, I can I can tell you for one hundred percent. I say, okay, this lady takes steroid. So now or in the past for sure, because his face changed for all his life, all his life. Mm -hmm. And that's I think is really bad. I think it's really bad because if you want to be a woman, I think for women it's beautiful. Sit like this on for me, clenbuterol, HGH is good, and it's enough, you know, for ladies. And if you want to take a little bit on about, really legit, but really, really I agree. All right, let's get on to the uh, next question here. This next one is from Dean. So, Dean noticed that both you and I, Kevin, we both have uh, full, full hair. You know, we are not bald. Yeah, and uh, he says, uh, "Hey, do you use finasteride or dutasteride for keeping your hair? Uh, if so, do you notice any side effects? And how do you manage the side effects of these medications? What do you think, Kevin?" I think, uh, yeah, finasteride works, but I think uh, it's really bad for your sex drive, really bad. Really mm. bad. And uh, no, no DHT, no, no brain hormone. Wow, it's. I feel really bad. You know, I just, I try finasteride because, yeah, you, I think if you lose or not your hair, it's really genetics. It's different if you're in my family, all, all the, all the, you know, die with hair on their head. So, but I start to lose a little bit, you know, but maybe because I'm getting old. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, I try finasteride because in the beginning I was scared to lose my hair. But man, you know, I feel like finasteride, you feel like shit, you're tired, you, you want to You can eat a lot and you know, after some days, you know, you have no safe drive. You don't want that. You cannot get out, you know, I don't like finasteride. You know? Yeah, so so you, you cut that out, huh? Yeah, but I just tried for a few days, you know. But I, I hate that. I hate that. But hate you know, it. You have... <laughs> hate it. Yeah, I hate that, you know. No sex drive not possible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, you know, Chop uh, Dean, who asked about the question, yeah, I don't use finasteride or whatever that either, because like Kevin said, it's a genetic thing. Uh, if you're gonna go bald, you're gonna go bald. And it, once you get on steroids, if you already have that in your genes, that you're going to go bald, that hair comes right off your head. Exactly. <laughs> but if you, don't, if you don't have it in your genes, then it never happens. I, and, think, I think so. I think so. But, but you need to... I see a difference, you know. You need to really control your estrogen level and your prolactin level. You, know? you always do hair when you have too much estrogen or prolactin, you know? If you keep on control, it's really better, really. Mm. The uh, the hair the hair loss when it's not compli- when the when the DHT the dihydrotestosterone is not complicated with the female hormones, then exactly. it's, the hair loss is not as bad. Exactly, exactly, and it's really important for everything. You know? I I I say always, you know, to my guys, you know, make, making blood tests uh, for estrogen. It's really important. I agree with that a hundred percent. I you know. I've always felt like um, dealing with the female hormones oh. is the most important part of feeling good when using exactly. steroids. Exactly. I'm 100% agree. 100%. Okay, next question is uh, from Chris. He asks, hey, dude, just wondering if you had any advice on how to cure a limp dick from Tren. I'm on 250 milligrams testinanthate, 600 milligrams trenanthate, 600 milligrams mastronanthate. I've used tren before and didn't have a problem, but this time I have a limp dick. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it's it's normal because yeah, 600 milligram tren is is pretty high. Uh, tren is really hard, you know. It's really hard compound. Uh, you really need to use a uh, dustinex. You know? If you use Dostinex, and on the same way, you need to control your estrogen. And after you can take um, uh, 0.5, 0.5 milligram of uh, Dostinex two times a week, you know, when you go... Oh, I got a helicopter coming overhead. <laughs> I see. It's the police, they come to pick I, up you. I think so. It's the riots, the <laughs> riots out here in California. <laughs> I think the podcast the podcast is gonna be finished soon. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, they're coming. All right. All right. Sorry about the interruption, guys. So yeah, point point five milligram of dust next two time a week is gonna cure your problem. Okay. And yeah, maybe, that... maybe if you want my advice, maybe your taste is a little bit low. You know, just put. A little bit more test you know and if you want my advice to go a little bit um uh, put little bit ah shit, let's add something to the speak english <laughs> yeah. i 
is a little bit too high on trend. But after, I don't know your body type, I don't know your experience on it. But 600 milligram on trend is, is pretty high for a first cycle. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what, what you were saying about increasing the test a little bit? I would agree with that. A lot of guys are trying to use really low testosterone with their trenbolone. But yeah. you know what? Trenbolone, you guys, works so much better when you match the dosage of trenbolone that you're using with the dosage of testosterone. Exactly, exactly. I think 250 milligrams is too low. Okay. It's, uh, it's, it's really low in front of 600 milligrams of trend. 600 milligrams of trend is strong. Yeah, that's for, for most guys, 600 milligrams of trenbolone is going to be enough to, uh, you know, chemically castrate you, you know, so that you're not going to be able to. Exactly. It, it's just going to be like a noodle. It just won't do anything. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I, my advice, put some dusty next two times a week. And uh, yeah, low, low your trend and high your test. And you feel really great. And for sure, I promise you, your results going to be really better. Don't, don't be afraid to, oh, maybe if I go low on trend, I'm going to have a um good gains or no no it's not problem trend is really strong you can have amazing results with a 300 milligram of yeah always on track your diet is on track your testosterone is on track your training your rest you're gonna be crazy crazy gains all right so the next question is from uh cutting to the core he asks question for the podcast do you believe you should be off TRT completely when trying for a kid or is staying on a TRT dose 200 milligrams per week while on 500 I use three times a week of HCG? Okay. Uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to answer this one and then yes. I'm going to get Kevin, Kevin's opinion on it. Um, yeah. So you guys, according to the studies uh, for, for guys that are on testosterone, you, you can do the 500 milligram or 500 I use every other day and have like a basic uh, testicular function, like mostly functioning. But for guys that have been shut down long term, like for years and years on steroids, they got to use HCG at much higher dosages, like at least a thousand I use every other day, if not, you know, more like up to like two or three thousand I use HCG every other day, if they want to be like getting themselves having a baby while still taking steroids. What do you think, Kevin? I think I think on the same I think the same shit, <laughs> and okay. I think uh, I think I think I think same. Um, after I, I just maybe some different. I'm not okay with the fact. You know, I think TRT is really a, a mod. I don't know the name in English, but it's uh, it's on the air of the time. You know, now every 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 person speak about TRT, and it's okay to take TRT, but. I'm not like so much churchy until it first people who really no have testosterone and who are too old maybe. But uh, I think it's better for me, you know, is straight. You are on cycle or you're not on cycle. If you're not on cycle, you make good, good PCG, like you say, mm. with everything for your body going to recover and, um, and it's okay. But I'm not okay with the fact of a uh, text. Always, always a little bit of testosterone because a little bit of testosterone is always a testosterone in your body. So your body not gonna reproduce totally, you know, and you're gonna you're not gonna recover totally. So for me, it's like you know, it's, yeah, it's just it's just my 
my way. You know? Yeah. I, so, so when you go off, uh, how long do you go off like that? It really depends if I have competition or if I have something like this. You know, it depends on the way, the way I'm feeling, you know. Yeah, my life, my life off, it was three months, you know, two months, yeah. Before oh, that's lock- a long time. Three months yeah. is a long time. Because it was locked down, you know, so I totally cut, you know. Yeah. Mm. Long, long time and not met um, off like this, you know. Normally when I go off, you know, in six weeks, you know, eight weeks max, you know. Mm-hmm. You need to understand if you want to get really big, you're not going to go really long time on the off cycle. You know? For me, it's better to, but it's just my way. Um, I like to be longer, but not higher, you know. For me, steroids works, you know, because you stay a long time on it, you know. You, you build, because it's really long to build new tissue in your body, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like for example, for example, guys that are using uh, Deanabol at uh, you know fifty milligrams per day for four weeks, and then you know at the end of their cycle, they're like, "I didn't gain any muscle at all." Well, yes. you could you could run twenty five milligrams for eight weeks, and you will gain muscle. Exactly, exactly, it's exactly what I want to say. Exactly. In the same way, maybe it's it's just my way. I think it's better for the body. It's not so hard. Yeah. Yeah, taking time time off. Um, the way the way I do it is similar to you, Kevin. I I uh, I stop taking everything for about a month or uh, five weeks, six weeks, and then I'll I'll start doing TRT for a month, and then I'll do another cycle again. So it's usually like eight weeks between cycles. Yes, for me, eight weeks is good because guys, guys, you need to understand who if you cut if you cut totally. After one month, your body not change. You need to understand that. After one month, yeah, you start to lose fullness. You start to have, make a little bit of water, something like this. But you're not. If you continue to eat and train, you're not. You're not losing tissue. It's not true. Yeah. Yeah. To think the same, but for me, it's like that. Yeah, it's uh during that. Continue to push really hard on training and you know, to eat because you're gonna make gains again. You, you're not gonna lose gains. It's, it's not you know you do your last injection like today and tomorrow you feel like shit. No, it's not like this. You know, <laughs> at the beginning <laughs> you feel better, yeah, because your body is less tired. You feel better. You you have more appetite and everything. But yeah, you know, in, it, in something like three or four months, it depends of the gear you take and your body type, but yeah, you, three or four, four weeks, you're still the same. After something like six weeks, eight weeks, yeah, yeah, now you start to, your body, your shape change. So for me, two months is good, it's good. But now you have a lockdown, so I make long time off, and now mm. I'm like, it's good. All right, getting to the next question. Uh, Kevin asks a question for Kevin. What's the biggest reason to take HGH as a bodybuilder? Oh, that's a good question. I'm a big fan of HGH. Uh, as a bodybuilder? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you have different ways because you have different reasons to take HGH. You have for your health, you know, for everything like this. If you want to be a, for a bodybuilder, you know, uh, HGH make you really a 3D look. And you, 3D look. Yeah, 3D look for sure. 3D look and um, 
And they say, from, uh, you know, um, I like it, I like it a lot. I like a lot because it's better for your recovery, it's better for your health, um, for your joints and everything. You know, when you start to really push heavy, I think I think it's helped a lot. And for me, HGH is if you want, if you have to now, you can take steroids and grow and grow and grow. But on the way, you're gonna have uh, hit a big, big plateau, and HGH gonna help you to hit this plateau. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I've noticed, and and this is only with pharmaceutical grade HGH, not with the generic stuff, uh, but with the it, it makes the metabolism. Uh, uh, go like turn into a bodybuilding machine so now it's like unlimited food that i can put into the body and the body partitions all of it to building muscle and burning fat true 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 yeah true yeah true <laughs> like I, it, it it blocks fat gain it blocks fat gain but but you need to because people sometimes don't understand it blocks fat gains um but you, you're gonna under a lot of water. You know, you need to understand true HGH, strong HGH at high dosage make you retain a lot of water. And sometimes you think you're fat, but not you just water. Mm. And you are crazy, you know, when you go off HGH after one week, it's crazy the water you lose. Well, for me, I speak for me. Yeah. What do you think about using insulin with HGH? I know you have experience with that. I answer. I, I think it's good, you know, but it's just just if you take small, small amounts. And okay. I I can speak about this because you know I make crazy I try, you know, I try lots of things, you know. And uh sometimes you know I use you know I, I heard you know a lot of people use, you know, fifteen, twenty IU pre post workout, you know, it's crazy. Because uh you're gonna gain water so much, so much. And after it's hard to yeah. You know, your body cannot handle so much so much uh, insulin but if you put really small amount something like between one three iu uh, okay. with, with the same way you inject hgh is gonna make a peak of of uh, igf1 higher that's really important mm. really small amount if and, you like uh, on him, when huh? like in comparison to when you take your growth hormone shot like when um, like, what is the timing? It's, it's good, you know, you, you need to wait because the AGH kick a little bit. So, yeah, you know, if you wake up, if you wake up in the morning, you inject, you inject um, AGH, you know, you're, and you're on empty stomach. You wait a little bit, you know, me, when I wake up, I, I sip a lot of water, you know, because your body needs water a lot. And, you know, after you start to eat your meal, and you can inject after your meal, you know, or before, it's the point. I like, you know, 30 minutes, something like this, after the injection of IGH. You need, you, you, I just, your IGH start to kick, you know, you need to understand. So, so uh, about 30 minutes after you take the HGH and yes. you eat your meal, and then you take a, a couple units of insulin. Yes, really, really small amount. Something really short. Something like two or three are you. It's enough, it's enough. Mm -hmm. In, 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 and it's not going to block your ability of your body to produce insulin. That is really important. Yeah. Um, you know, one of, the, one of the things that people worry about is their insulin sensitivity because taking growth hormone or taking like MK677 makes your blood glucose, your fasting glucose, uh, go up in the morning on the tests. And so yep. people do something like take insulin 
uh, or take metformin or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. But then uh, there's a lot of, you know, complaints about metformin decreasing IGF-1, but it really it really increases the muscle cell insulin sensitivity. And, you know, some bodybuilders use it and some don't. What's your opinion on that? I don't choose metformin. I really don't. Uh, first thing, you know, you need to, you know, I think, you know, people we need and try to be more educated before taking something, you know, it's important, you know, you can go internet, you can go on um, everything, you know, to know why, why it's make it, for who it's make it, and what's going to happen in your body if you take it. Metformin is really, really bad for your health, really bad. And if you take me not made for me, I, I'll try, I try. Feel like shit, you know, I want to throw up and all the guys I know take it, you know, cannot eat after uh, some days, you know, and it's really bad. It's too much information, you know, too much information in the body for me. I think for me, you know, um, the body, you know, is like your body, you know, is like, is like a girl, you know, you need, when you speak to your girls, you need to, to, <laughs> to put one information after another, you know, you, you don't need to put, too much information, you know, but because after you don't know what to do, she don't know what to do. And it's the same with your friend. Or say, it's like, you know, I tell you, um, I don't know, you know, but uh, it's like tell to your body, uh, okay, you need to eat, but don't eat. You know, it's like, maybe yeah. I not speak well because it's not my language English, but I, I hope people understand what I, I want to say. You know? I, I yeah, I, I think I, we do. Because metformin is a good weight loss. It, it, I mean, it's it's good for weight loss. It's basically what you're saying is is it makes you not want to eat. It makes you yeah. nauseated. Yes, exactly. You need to understand that you can take all the gear you want, all you want. And you know, I repeat that all the time, and people not believe it. You need to fucking eat, fucking eat. You know. And when I say eat, it eat. It's not put a. It's not put a 50 milligram more on your oats in the morning. That is not <laughs> You need to eat all the day, through the day, you know, you know, frequently, dense meal, quality meal, you know, because... Uh, yeah. Real food. Real fucking real food, yeah. What, what do you think about, like, uh, like, bulking items, right? Because if we eat, you know, massive amounts of carbs, that's, or, like, a lot of sugar, that's going to make us take in a lot of water. Uh, but, you, you know, for a lot of guys, you know, we've got to eat and get a lot of calories in. So what are some foods that you rely on to be able to get those huge calories in without, you know, filling your body with inflammation? Okay. Uh, you know, me, I'm a big, big believer. And you can, if you know the big guys I train, you know, and have crazy physics, you know, they eat a lot of, lot of carbs. Mm -hmm. I make it a lot of carbs. But clean carbs. Okay. You're not, if you eat clean carbs, you're not going to retain so much water. I'm a big, big believer in carbs, really. So, so when, when you say clean carbs, are you referring to stuff like rice, uh, yeah. potato, yes, beans? Potatoes. Exactly. Oats. Oats. Rice, okay. So, potato, so stuff, stuff that it, stuff that, uh, it's like bodybuilding bro food, bro diet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's different. It's different of the type of the body, you know. You know, it's it's crazy how much the um, body of the people can be different. I I have guys, you know, they are bulking on two thousand five hundred calories, and uh, <laughs> they are like one hundred kilo, look good bodybuilder. And I have other, you know, they are like eighty kilo, totally natchy, and I eat something like five thousand calories a day, 
and they're gonna lose weight. It's really crazy. It really depends on the person. You really need to find what's work for you, really. And if you don't, you need to have someone could do it, you know. And uh, after I'm not a big believer in fat, you know, I feel, I think fat in the diet, it's um, you need to have it because for your metabolism, your body and everything, you know, it's really important. And for your brain and everything, you know. But uh, yeah, but I'm I'm big believer in carbs, big big believer in carbs, clean carbs. That that's probably part of what helps you be very strong in the gym, right? Exactly. Gym performance. That's exactly is why we say in the beginning of the of the podcast. Yes, I'm, I'm strong when I eat well. When I eat a lot, when I eat a lot. I'm fucking strong. Yeah. This next question is from Armesh. Uh, he asks, uh, what does Kevin think about bad cholesterol from taking steroids? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, you, yes. Good question. You need to understand uh, when you take steroid, steroid it's injection because they are in oil. So you need to understand who, when you inject oil into your blood. So, yeah, your cholesterol is going to be bad. Mm-hmm. If otherwise it's bad on cholesterol, you need to be really careful, really careful. Do you uh, have any tips for uh, keeping it uh, or getting it better? Or do you feel that it's sort of something that comes with the territory? Like the cholesterol is not going to be so great if you're taking steroids. Uh, yes. Uh, most of the thing is genetics if your cholesterol is high. And normally if your cholesterol is high, when you take gear, it's already high before you're not taking and after you need really, really need to have a clean food and clean fat in your diet, you know, something like um, avocado, olive oil, and especially, you know, it, uh, it's funny because one week ago, I have a really good client, you know, who have the same problems. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you have uh, macadamia oil or nuts. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's, yeah. really, it's the only, only food. It's really helps you for cholesterol level, for bad cholesterol. So you need to put in your diet. Me, I put. Me, I have macadamia oil on all my, all my meals. You know, it's really good. It's really good, and your cholesterol is gonna be good. That that's a good uh, point that you brought up uh, about, like, if you have bad cholesterol and then you start taking steroids, it's gonna get a lot worse. Um, I've always thought that you know, for guys who are on steroids, you know, for if you're eating junk food a lot or uh, processed, unhealthy food, it's a lot worse for the guy who is on steroids. It's a lot worse for his body than sure. it is for the normal person who is not on steroids. Exactly. So, yeah. like, it's, it's like putting, you know, if you got a Ferrari, you can't be putting the regular gasoline. You know? <laughs> exactly. It'll ruin it. It ruins it's, the engine. <laughs> exactly. It's going to ruin the Ferrari and it's going to ruin your body. <laughs> All right. You know, Let's I- get... I, I use junk food, you know, on, on me or on clients, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you need to take care and not use every day, you know. Mm. You um, use it strategically. Yes, yes. All right. Let's uh, get to this next question uh, from Mitty, who asks, should you focus on strength uh, as well as pumping your muscles? Or no, he says... When you're on PEDs, should you focus on strength and not just pumping your muscles? Oh yeah, it's a good question. It's a good question. Uh, me, you know, I like to, I like doing both, and it's really depend of um, 
because you need to understand strength is good when you when you're training when the way you make the movement for example if you bench press you really need, if you stretch it's okay if you do the movement correctly if you really work your chest like if you're gonna be strength and you're gonna with the bar, you know, with your deltoid or your triceps, it's going to be well. You know? So, yes, I'm focused on strength. Normally, on the beginning of my training, I always do EV sets, you know. And after, when I start to feel tired, you know, I'm, I'm pump a lot. But yeah, so, so you start out your workout with, uh, with uh, the heavier, lower reps. The, he- the, the most intensity is what yeah. you're saying. You start out at the beginning. Yes, so now, on the beginning, I'm just focused on strength. But and after you know when um, after the workouts after some minutes and when I start to losing strength, you know I'm focused on pump. So so when you are doing the focusing on strength, do you ever do isolation exercises for that, or is that only compound? Only compounds. Okay, so for isolation exercises, you never focus on strength on those. No, no, you know what? Because it's really dangerous. You can have it's really easy to have injuries. I see. You know, I, I see so many people. You know, you know what? I, I never see, you know, and I don't know if it's the same for you. I never see someone uh, have injuries on squat or on bench press. But I see a lot of people, guys, uh, turn our biceps on curling too much weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, destroy their shoulders because they want to do side laterals with crazy weight. They can handle it. And they... They shit on the on the movement, you know, and they they push the uh, the dumbbells with the um, with the traps and everything <laughs> with their ass, you know, when they yeah. use batteries, you know. And I see a lot of you know, oh stupid guy, you know, they, they put on calf machine and they do crazy crazy weights and boom. Oh yeah, injuries. But really, yeah. I never see a guy, you know. People always speak about injuries. They say, oh, take care on squat, take care on bench press. You know, take care on, I don't know, but but in true, <laughs> nobody's injury is like this. On on uh, for the most of the guy, you know, I not say for a guy who really strong and can really try to eat plateau, but you know, but a lot of people, you know, make too much strength on stupid movement, you know. It's stupid yeah. to try to curl, you know, a hundred kilo, you know, on the bar to curl, you know. You're gonna turn your biceps, gonna ruin your physique for for all time. But yeah. So on the small movement, on the isolation movement, I do a lot of high volume and a lot of supersets. And if you speak with my clients, sometimes they bore it because I make a lot of, lot of volumes. Mm-hmm. All right. And, uh, the, okay, the next question is from Dawson who asks, what are the typical testosterone and trenbolone dosages that the average guy needs to use if his goal is to be a uh, classic physique pro bodybuilder. Okay, um, it's really hard to say because I think for me, like we speak, something like 200, 300 on test is too low. Mm-hmm. But something like five, you can have really good results between five hundred to a, a gram max on testosterone. After, to be honest, you don't need to go high in test. Yeah, I'm not a big, big body very high test. But testosterone, something like 700 is good. Okay, so somewhere between 500 to 1,000 testosterone. Yeah. And then uh, with the trenbolone, 
how, how much for the yeah. classic physique how much like that we can give like a range you know with the trend blown too like what if he wants to be a pro what does he need to use for the trend no, it's really you know it's something like 400 to 700 max i'm not a believer in a gf trend i never use a gf trend never so it it sounds you know, like like uh matching them because you were saying 700 test is your favorite so 700 test 700 trend yes yes and you, you know what maybe people are not gonna believe me but me i'm i'm on 700 milligram of test i never go higher in the past i go really high and uh, it's not work you know? but something you know me i uh, now i'm on 700 of test and sometimes you know I, I go to a g but you know what i'm not see difference and you, on, on, you yeah. use test propionate right yeah i use that propia yeah. i'm a big fan of test prop yeah is that because uh it does something different the quality to your muscles uh, I have tons and I have tons of I see tons of different of uh, First thing you know, I'm feels better. I'm I feel better on a daily basics. On all day, I feel better when I feel better. I have a better mood. You know, sex drive is crazy, and to me, sex drive is really important. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you know, and not just because it's good to have sex. You know, but I just think if your sex drive is good, that just means your health is good. And you are yeah. fast, and you feel good. To me, sometimes is not you. Not need to put so much medicine or so much science, you know. But you know what? If you want to have sex all day, that's good. That because your body is good and your brain is good, you know. So yeah, <laughs> so that's true. And after yeah, the quality is better, the strength is better, and uh, it's it's easy to adjust. You know, it's better. You know, I like fast testing because it's really better to adjust the dosage. You know? mm-hmm. Just for yeah, me. I like test probe too. Uh, yeah. You know, a lot of guys uh, feel that it's very painful. Uh, you know, when I, in Thailand, you know, have you ever seen that stuff in the pharmacy, the testolic? It's the pharmaceutical grade test probe that they have there. Yes, 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 I see. It. That that stuff's amazing, you know, because it's fifty milligrams per milliliter, but it's two milliliter ampules, so it's hundred milligrams, and okay. there's no post injection pain. Uh, okay. But but you know regularly with uh the normal underground lab propionate you know it it hurts like a, a bitch okay i uh i gotta be honest you know i feel nothing i can inject everything i want now i think it's long time i inject so <laughs> you're immune <laughs> yeah, really i can shoot anything anywhere has no problem sometimes a little bit but yeah uh, but on the beginning, on the first two two years on cycle, yeah, I feel really shit on test prop. And in the past, you know, I stopped test prop because it was too much painful. Painful. Mm. I think you know I have a whole UG labs, you know, from um, Russia, something like this. Crazy, crazy, uh -huh. but crazy painful, man. Crazy, <laughs> crazy painful Russian gear. It's something. Sometimes I shoot my desk. I cannot even move my arms for three or four days. <laughs> if I shoot my leg, then shoot my back. I cannot move. You know, it's crazy. I, I sh I'm looking for a place. You know, where I can enjoy. I'm not painful. You know, it's really bad. The first two years were bad. <laughs> so for you, just getting used to it. You did it enough, and finally, your muscles just said, "Put whatever you want. We're not going to get angry anymore." Yes, now it's okay, and it, and really, it's better if you if you you can have UG love. UG lab, but good quality. I always look for. To me, you know, because speaking of dosage, sometimes is nothing. You can say, yeah, I take a gram, but sometimes you take a gram of shit, you know, and mm. some 
you just put something like 400 milligram, but it's legit, and boom, you know, that's good, you know. And yeah. for the same way, good labs, you know, normally, you know, they can all the procedure for example, you can inject easily and no painful. Yeah, I definitely, for you guys that are injecting really painful gear, stay away from that. It's a bad sign. It's a really bad sign. You have bacteria, you can have infection, blood infection, and you know, I know guys have really big trouble with it. Me, uh, me. It. <laughs> yeah, yes, for sure. Yeah. I forget it. Yeah, for sure. I forget it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, next question. We were kind of talking about this earlier. Uh, hey, mate, can you talk about Clen only cycle? Is it worth it? I think, yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, when I say to the beginning, for a woman, it's crazy, but for men, too. You have crazy yeah, yeah. results. You know what? Clenbuterol is crazy, crazy drugs because it's cheap. It not affects your hormone, and you can lose fat and gain muscle. Really? Yeah. And if you're on a diet and, and you're doing your cardio, you're doing your weight training and your diet is, you know, you're sticking to the diet and then yeah. you drop a few tablets of clenbuterol in during the week. Oh, yes. my God. The fat just falls off your body. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, what dosages do you, do you think? I, for, you know, I don't like to run it at a high dosage. For me, it's like 20, 40, 60, 80. I don't like to go higher than that. I'm in the same way. Same, same thing. I'm, I'm, I don't like to go high, and I think if you go too high, it's because your diet is not on point. Yeah, yeah. And for me, you know, 80 max, 80 max. And it's good when you go not too high, you can run it longer, and your body not not gonna desensitize. Crazy you know? mm -hmm. result with 40 MCG. And it lasts a long time in the body, too. So the first couple weeks, you can just take it only even a couple days a week, and it will last exactly. all week. And then you start adding more days eventually. And last, yeah. yeah, people think that you can only use it for two weeks. But, I mean, I've had results from it um, yeah. just by, you know, incrementally bringing the dosage up 20 micrograms per week or so. Exactly. Six weeks or so. Yes, yes. And you know what? Because... The guys need to understand it's not because you not feel the side effects because it's not working. You know? It's mm -hmm. just because your body, you know, can manage the side effects. You have less cramp, your hands are not shaky, your heart rate is better. So yeah, but the the um, the clan is still working in your body. All right. Okay, this is gonna be the, the last couple questions of the day. Uh, this these are from Ryan. He had two good questions, so we're gonna include them both. The first question is, does scar tissue from injections inside the muscle go away? I have them in my muscles. What do you think, Kevin? Good question. Um, I think you need to stay, first thing, you need to stay away from scar tissue. Uh, so you need to spot, you know, really be careful to spot the different sites. And yeah, I think yeah, scar tissue is going to be slowly slowly um less less tissue, but you need to have time and if you can if it's a place or you can massage them and try to you know, break them it's good it's a place you cannot ask your girlfriend or anything if she can massage you but slowly you know and with time and some massage the scar tissue gonna decrease. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, with with me, uh, with scar tissue, when I've had got scar tissue in my uh, in my muscles, that has always been from UGL gear that was improperly made, not high quality. It mm-hmm. would, you know, leave a lot of inflammation and a lot of, you know, burning or something like that. And and then, you know, I do have some lumps and some spots on my on my body and my muscles um, from where, you know, I had a, a shot that had left some permanent scar tissue right there because it was, you know, it was dog shit gear. Wow. Oh, really bad. Really bad. Has all your scar tissue um, completely, you you don't have anything like that? Because I know some other guys that have some some kind of lumps. For me, for myself, I don't have scar tissue. Oh, nice. No, I, I really, because like you say, you know, I really, until the beginning when I started and I don't know a lot of things, but now you know, I really, really, I'm really crazy now about the quality of the gear. And mm-hmm. I look for better quality, new label, you know, until if it's UG, you know. But uh, yeah, I'm really crazy you know, about that. So I always try good quality stuff with no pain and everything. And I think it's for that quite much. And I think my body not make too much partition. But you need to understand, I really start different place in my body. What makes scar tissue is because you inject always on the same place, on the same area. Yeah. And then you change. Because if you change, yeah. For example, if you take two or three injections or anyway a week, you know, if you spot always on the same place, it's really bad. But if you have something like four, five, six, seven spots different, you know, something like your delts, your rear delts, you know, your back, you know, your legs, you know, uh, your biceps, you know, so. In the month, maybe you're just not just not gonna hit two times the same area, so you're not gonna make scar tissue. What are your favorite injection sites? My back. Your lats. Yeah, my lats. My lats. For me, I feel nothing, and it's good. So, uh, a lot of people that I've uh, spoken with have had uh, infection uh, issues from doing their lats because they the armpit uh, runs down runs down. Um, uh, like a reservoir of sweat with bacteria coming down to their okay. lap. So, so how do you how do you avoid that? I don't know. My body not gonna have. I not have really. I no problem with that. You don't you don't sweat much or? Uh, ah yes yes I sweat a lot yeah but I not have um ah okay I don't understand yeah I sweat a lot yeah. I, I I was wondering how how you make the the because the lap is near under the arm so uh, dirty. So I was wondering about bacteria. How do you how do you prevent infection? Uh, I don't really. I don't prevent it. after you know. I'm really heavy, so I sweat a lot all the time. Uh, and really, to be honest, I'm, I maybe I take four shower a day. You know, so maybe it's for oh. that. I'm, I'm not gonna. Yeah, really. I, I yeah. I try. I take four or five shower a day because I sweat a lot, and I don't like to feel sweaty. So you, your lat is very, very clean when you give it your steroid shot. I think, yeah. But for, for, to be honest, you know, I, I never think of that. I never think of that because I never have this issue. I never have this problem, you know. But after, because I see when I stay with other people or with ladies, you know, they say, well, you're always in the shower. I say yes, because I don't like to feel <laughs> You're always in the shower. <laughs> yeah, always in the shower. When I wake up, I take a shower, you know, I go train, you know. I back take a shower if I have a date, something like that. I take a shower in the, in the night before the training. I take a shower when I back 
evening I take a shower and before sleep I take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always in the shower. <laughs> oh man, that is so funny. <laughs> so I advise you to take more shower, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. If you would like your questions to be answered on the Steroids Podcast, go to steroidspodcast.com and leave a comment with your questions or email or private message steroidspodcast at gmail.com or steroidspodcast on Instagram. Until next time.